happy Valentine's Day. The Y'all Show is on the air. Welcome into the All Southern Program as we broadcast friends from Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. It's the Country Radio Seminar, and we are right here in the thick of things. We've got some incredible interviews coming up on the Y'all Show that you do not want to miss out on. Later this hour, we'll be talking with Precious Harris, our regular contributor who gives us all things Nashville. She'll be dropping by in the next segment to let us know what the country radio seminar is all about this is the 50th country radio seminar here in 2019 and precious has other news and notes from the music industry that she's going to share with us at the end of this hour i'm going to be joined by marty rabin and mike mcguire of the country music i'm I'm going to call them superstar band shenandoah they will be stopping by and it is an honor for me to get to talk to these guys their hits like two dozen roses church on cumberland road Ghost in This House, The Moon Over Georgia, just so many great songs from the 80s and 90s. Shenandoah will be right here with me at the end of this hour when we get to hour two. A guy that actually starred on television here in the last few years on America's Got Talent. You saw Marty Brown, and he is going to be with me at the start of hour two. A fun hit maker from Kentucky, and he's written some great music too. Marty Brown will be joining us at the start of hour two. And then we'll go to a country legend, a guy who grew up in West Tennessee. He's from Humboldt. T.G. Shepard will be stopping by an hour or two. We're going to have a lot of fun talking with T.G. about his hits of yesteryear, what he's doing now. And then as we close out hour two of today's show, we're going to go a little young and a little newcomer for you here. Juna and Joey is a new act from Palm Beach, Florida, and they'll be stopping by. We're actually going to get them to sing a little bit. They are 14 and 16-year-old siblings. And they'll be singing, and we'll learn a lot more. And we have an interesting story about them. As they're, as we said, youngsters from South Florida, and today we mark the one-year anniversary of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting in South Florida. So we want to keep everybody down there in our thoughts and prayers on the one-year anniversary of that tragedy from last year. But we'll talk to these youngsters, and I'm going to ask them about how that shooting at nearby Parkland, how that's affected their school there in Palm Beach, Florida. So we'll have all that coming up from the Country Radio Seminar. This is the All Show with John Rawl. Our number is 803-816-1170. Our email address is y'allshow at yall.com. Would love to hear from you, even when we're out on location like we are right now. All kinds of ways to reach out to us here on the Y'all Show, including that website and the Twitter account at Y'all Show. We have some news coming in from North Carolina as the FBI tracked a man they think was one of the country's 10 most wanted fugitives at this hotel in Apex, North Carolina. And agents ended up shooting and killing him on Wednesday. The armed suspect shot to death at a motel in the Raleigh suburb of Apex, identified by state medical examiners as 47-year-old Greg Allen Carlson. This comes out from the FBI in their North Carolina field office. Authorities said he was wanted in connection with multiple armed sexual assaults, including a burglary and sexual assault in Los Angeles last fall. But he was shot and killed at this hotel on Wednesday in Apex, North Carolina. In Arlington, Virginia, the diocese there of the Catholic Church says 16 priests are on an abuse list. The Catholic Diocese of Arlington released this list of credibly accused of child abuse, those priests who have been accused of that. In the letter which came out Wednesday, Bishop Michael Burdage apologized to victims and said he hopes publishing the list may help them find further healing and consolation. 
Earlier Wednesday, the Catholic Diocese of Richmond, Virginia, published a list of 42 priests with, quote, credible and substantiated allegation of sexual abuse against the child. The two dioceses cover the entire Commonwealth of Virginia, but more fallout in the Catholic Church there with these dioceses in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Across the mountains in West Virginia, the former Supreme Court justice has now been sentenced to two years for corruption as he had a 32,000 blue suede couch in his office and was at the center of an impeachment and corruption scandal for two years. And now he's going to go to jail for two years in federal prison. And the judge has sentenced Alan Lowry, the former Supreme Court justice in West Virginia, sentenced and the U.S. District Judge that sentenced him on Wednesday said, I have not seen evidence of remorse. Lowry was ordered to pay a $10,000 fine and more than $2,200 in restitution and court cases. But they've had a turnover there at the West Virginia Supreme Court in Charleston. And now this former justice there, Alan Lowry, going to jail for two years after a jury found him guilty and now being sentenced to two years for corruption. In Mississippi, if you want to get a tan, hey, we're almost to spring break and you want to look good, well, they're trying to change the laws in the Magnolia State for youngsters as children younger than 18 would now be banned from using tanning beds in the Magnolia State under a measure passed Wednesday by the state Senate. However, sponsors of Senate Bill 2847, which is going to the House for more debate, said they might consider watering down the outright ban to allow some older teens to use tanning beds. Right now, children younger than 14 can use tanning beds in Mississippi if their parents are present, while those older than 14 but younger than 18 can use tanning beds with written permission from their parents. And we do know if you use those things a little too much, they can cause cancer, and that's the last thing we want to see happen to our youngsters having problems with melanoma and such. But Mississippi looking to make some changes in their law when it comes to tanning beds. Hopefully you got a nice tan, and maybe you did it the natural way. We've had a few days where you could go outside and work across the Southland, and if we haven't had those days yet, well, they're quickly a-coming. Well, what's coming up after the break? We've got Precious Harris, our friend that lives right here in Nashville. She's going to be joining me for the update on the Country Radio Seminar, and we'll also get the scoop on other country acts from Miss Harris. Also, later this hour, Shenandoah stopping by. Next hour, we got country singers Marty Brown and T.G. Shepard, and newcomers Juna and Joey, all ahead on the Y'all Show with John Rawl as we come direct from the Country Radio Seminar in Nashville. Don't go anywhere. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Purpose and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Uses directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little time. more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Beep's coming. You know what to do. 
Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with the Purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. from the Country Radio Seminar in Nashville, Tennessee. And we've got the mouth of the South right here with us in person. She's the reason we're here. It's Precious Harris from the Nashville Music Line, our regular correspondent on Wednesdays. We pushed you back a day. We got you here both hopefully today and tomorrow on the Y'all Show. But thank you for the invite to come to the radio seminar. Well, I'm so glad because you were such a big part of radio in the early days and when you first moved to town with me. so Yeah, me and Mark Coney, we kind of got this whole thing going. (laughs) So it's such a good, what I call, full circle. You may not. No. It's okay. Most people don't. He's yeah. the guy that created radio. Oh, okay. Like I think it was from France or somewhere like that. France. Yeah, but, well, uh, thank God for him. Yeah, but we're making great radio here in 2019 on the Y'all Show and hopefully some country music acts too. All right, Precious, we've got a lot of people at home. We, we just kind of had our first segment of the show that I told people a little bit about what the radio seminar is, but what is the Precious Harris definition of the country radio seminar? The largest country music DJ convention in the world. Okay. And That's like it in a nutshell. Okay. And essentially this is a, let's meet our people from all over the world and mostly in the country, of course, mostly probably in the South, if you want to know the truth, yeah. who come to Nashville, they get to see the record label executives, they get to meet some of the artists if they're lucky. Yeah, and the promotion people that calls them and begs them to spin the records and add the records, which are two different things. Yeah. And, uh, but it's a long-standing way for uh, up-and-coming artists yeah. to introduce themselves to the radio market before they go out to the radio tours. Okay. So the labels is got their newbies, you know, showing up. And, of course, each year they have the New Faces show, which is an industry voted of who the New Faces should be on the show. So this year's um, lineup, um, 
I can't remember. I'll tell you who it is tomorrow, but it's a lot of great, great talent. And today, for lunch, we got to see Blake Shelton. He had the Warner Music lunch. Blake and Shelton, kind of a surprise. He apparently. was the surprise. I knew he was getting the award, but I wasn't for sure he was going to be able to do it because his time. But I knew that he was finished filming right now. For the voice, I can't tell you how I know that, <laughs> but I knew no, that he you would can't have. Tell it. us, by golly, <laughs> we don't have you on here to just kind of tease us. We want the scoop. Well, you might want to watch February twenty fifth, and right. there's a little boy from Louisiana. And that's all I can say. All right. Well, we'll keep our ears and eyes glued to that. As we, I did see, I saw Blake out there getting this award for humanitarian. Humanitarian, yes. And he said, since he doesn't win any other awards, that kind of <laughs> elevated him to that position to be the humanitarian winner. Now, yes. that was quite funny. Dirks Bentley actually introduced him at the Warner Brothers showcase at the CRS luncheon that we both attended. Yes, and Dirk, of course, Dirks won it last year. Oh, he did? I, yeah, uh, he won it last year, but this year, I knew it was going to be a Warner Brothers act because it was being done during Warner Brothers luncheon. Uh, so I, that's why I sort of knew that he'd make a special appearance because they were sort of like getting little bits out to the media that he was coming, but okay. uh, but yeah, but he's still funny, Blake. I mean, he's such... And he was telling us the backstory, of course, about Austin. Yeah. And they were on this, he was on the same label at Giant, which Clay Walker at that time, you know, was the, the, the lead artist coming out of there. And, and, of course, Blake was signed in 1998. And one of my friends actually had was working there and was the one who pitched Blake the name, the song Austin. And she let Blake, he ended up falling in love with it. And he went back to her and said, hey, I want to cut it. She goes, well, there's a little problem. It's on hold for Clay Walker. And, of course, you know, his balloon, the air all went out. But today, he dedicated the song to Clay Walker, and I thought... Because he didn't cut it. And he didn't cut it, so thank you, Blake, for that. You know, I think Clay's managing. I just saw Clay in the tournament, the Pro-Am out at Pebble, Pebble Beach this past weekend on the golf side. So, Clay, Clay's done all right. He's doing good, yes. And his, um, and his MS has slowed down. That's great. Right. 1993 is when Clay Walker's What's It To You debuted on the chart. Precious, I know you brought some notes here. Maybe some of these are CRS-related. You and your crack staff there at Nashville Music Line gathering these notes. What, what, what's on there? Well, the, the, today is the one we saw, Cole Swindell. Yeah, I saw uh, He celebrated his number one party last week for Breakup in the End. And uh, I love this right here because it was written by Chase McGill and Jesse Joe Dillon, who he is he writes with. But he just wasn't – he's written seven of his number one songs but this song like he said I always let the song win which makes for a great career if you look at George Strait (laughs) you know but anyway he commented on how he was he you know he's all about going out for outside songs because you know and someone told me a, a line one day you cannot outright music row some of the best songwriters in the world are living in this five blocks, you know, and, and writing songs. So you can't outright music row. And apparently, because Cole has taken that to heart, he celebrated his eighth number one and break up in the end that he didn't write. So I'm very, very happy that he's one of those artists that knows that the song has got to be first and foremost, yeah. no matter who wrote it. You know, Alabama used to do that. They yeah. didn't want to know who wrote the song. When I was pitching songs to Teddy, when he was cutting, Teddy, yeah. the bass player, when he produced a song for Cracker Boy, he goes, I don't know, Precious. I don't want to know who wrote it. Just play me a great song. Speaking of great songs not written by the performing artist, in the next segment on the Y'all Show, Shenandoah is going to be stopping by. Marty and Mike from that group will be here at CRS, and we are going to talk to them and play one of their great songs 
that I just absolutely love, Two Dozen Roses. So that's coming up after you, Precious. You're setting the stage here for me. Awesome. Well, you know, I love Marty. I got to see him this year at Christmas. I love Marty, too. Well, I mean, I met him when they first came to town, but seeing him this year at Christmas for kids on the bus, it was so cool, you know, because it's just... They're still doing charity work. They're still touring full-time. They're on the road. And not because my friend does their tour press, but they're actually one of the hardest-working groups in country music that's not let up. I love Shenandoah, and hopefully you will, too. So we've got Shenandoah. Plus, next hour, we got T.G. Shepard, country great. He'll be stopping by, and Shane Owens, we're going to have him, I think, squeezed into Hour 2. He's a up-and-coming artist from Lower Alabama. That's all in Hour 2 of today's Y'all Show. All right, what else you got on your bullet list? Okay, I got to talk about Michael Ray. You know, I knew him years ago before yeah. he was Michael he's Ray. He's a guy from Louisiana, right? Yes, and he's on his 19 tour, and he's an animal lover. Wrigley is his little dog. Um, but How he's... could anybody be an animal lover? Oh, no. <laughs> you know my house is full. I know. Rescues and non-rescues. She's got a, she's got a dog called... Baby girl. <laughs> she is a baby girl. She's That's a tripod. Southern, right there. Very southern, and she's a little rescue too. Okay. And uh, if you don't watch it, she'll be hosting your show for you. <laughs> and, I'll be dog. Oh, I'll be dog. Ha ha. Uh, of course, Michael. You've been seeing their love story with him and Carly. So yeah. she's in full blown. Carly Pierce. Carly Pierce, full blown, and she's a Kentucky girl. Did you know that? Gosh, they're probably related. No, <laughs> they're related from Houston, Florida. He's from Florida. Oh, Houston. is he? He's from Florida. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, they're excited. And I love it to see just that that first love when you when the literally they actually fell in love and met last year this time well if i saw her i'd fall in love with her too so i can understand where he was coming from now her falling in love with him that might be a different story no but they were both on the new faces show last uh, year oh, really okay yeah so that, and they literally that's when they met and a friend of mine was backstage watching them mm-hmm. he said he knew the moment that they actually got to meet and start talking he goes it's ov it's over he knew OV? it is that a new yeah that's a new term? that's a slang for it's over oh uh, okay yeah and, yesterday uh, on the show we debuted a new slang term that I'd never heard of called thigh. You heard of thigh? Uh-uh. Thigh means that's it means good, really good. Oh, really? Well, like I heard of dope. Precious is thigh, huh? Yeah, I heard of dope. Like, oh, man, it's a dope song. I think I've heard of that one, but of course I, I, Well, I'm too old for that. Yeah. But my 21-year-old says it's the new thing. Okay. So... <laughs> We will yield to the 21-year-old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, before I leave for Michael, uh, the one that got away is his um, is his latest single on the radio. And uh, so I'm excited for Michael. I mean, I've been knowing this kid for almost 10 years, so it's good to see him take off and go. So That's great. Yeah. Now, I just want to know, well, yeah, I saw Cole Swindell here at the radio seminar. Does he have any other hats? Oh, no. Georgia Southern is his hat. Uh, he wears the same GS hat all the time. No, yeah, Georgia Southern. That's his. That's his alma mater. He loves Georgia well, they Southern. They better be supplying him with free hats. <laughs> I know, that's what I said. Although he could afford it. I know, but I want a pink one. I wish if he had a pink one, I would probably take it off of him and keep it. Georgia Southern. Yes. Well, it's not just the Georgia Southern. Hat. He has the baseball team's logo. I'm sure you don't yes. know that, but it's the GS baseball logo for. G-A-T-A, all you Georgia Southern fans out there, get after that. Mm. Something in the water over there in that college. Yes. All right. I see you got some other notes here. We don't want to leave anything on the table here, literally, as you bring your notes to the table today. I know. You know, I was raised in gospel music. Mother was a gospel artist. My dad, my dad's side is the Everly Brothers, but Gene Watson is uh, one of my dad's all-time favorite. It's their tie between him and George Jones, but he's got a new gospel Farewell party, Gene Watson, and got no reason for going home. Maybe one of my favorite country music songs. Oh, yeah, and he's such a nice guy. He actually gave a shout-out to my dad on a concert last year. Did he really? And my dad thought it was the best thing in the world. Oh, Gene, I'll tell you. 
Yeah. Good old Texas boy. He tours a lot. I mean, yeah. he, I think he had 150 dates last year. If I had a voice like his, I'd tour too. I know. And my friends, the Isaacs, Sonya and them, actually are singing with him on his new single. Yeah. That's at the top of the charts right now. You like now. my Gene Watson facial hair I, I got going on? I love it. I didn't even recognize you. I'll get you all together. The reason I knew it was yeah. you because you're so tall. Because Gene's always <laughs> had a, a nice little beard. Always. And trimmed very so well. He, he's he's touring right now? He's touring. He's actually touring, and he's got a single number four on the gospel charts called really? Build My Mansion, uh-huh. Next Door to Jesus. And, of course, the Isaacs, who were just nominated for a Grammy this year, uh, again, uh, is about uh, singing with him on that duet. Gene Watson. Yes. And, of course, my one of my favorite duels besides Dan and Shay that I've known for years, the Bellamy Brothers. Oh, yeah. Howard and David. Yeah. We, uh, I actually, uh, when I was doing Chicken Soup for the Country So, my best friend's uh, husband was her tour manager. So they said, bring me on the bus. Let's do some chicken soup stuff. So we got on the bus from Nashville to Memphis, and they're peewee, I mean Peanut, their bus driver, got the bus backed up in a place that we couldn't get out of and it took us four hours to back That's it up. Nuts. I know, ended up taking the trailer off. But we were so tired, we just got off the bus and walked over to the Minute Mart and got bananas and, and all kinds of fruit to eat because we had there was nowhere we could get to eat because really? all the restaurants were closed. And so we ended up doing that, but it was the funniest thing. But Howard and David are very family. Of course, they got their. Both I would their hope kids so. They're same. brothers. I know what I mean. No, I mean they really are. Their wives travel with them. Okay. They're very much, you know, it's all all aboard. It's yeah. almost like the Bellamy Brother arc. Everybody's there. That and we're yeah. all about siblings getting along here on the Y'all Show. You know, oftentimes that's not the case. You've no got siblings. Yes. And you probably have had a skirmish or two along the way. <laughs> My brother had a broke nose over our little skirts one time, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> the truth comes out here truth on the Y'all Show. We got yeah. Precious here. It's our Nashville Music Line in the flesh in downtown. We've not done a report with you in downtown Nashville. Uh-huh. We've done we, it on Music Road. Road. Way, way, way over on Music Road, but now we're here. And Lower traffic Broadway. makes it way, 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 way over on Music We're Road. right beside the country Hall of Fame, country yes. Hall of Fame. We're connected to it, actually. Oh, are we? Yeah. If you walk around that corner and go about five steps to that back stairs, it takes you right down where the Country Music Hall of Fame I comes out. That. That's great. All right. Before we get out of here, what else you got, madam? Well, I want to say hey to uh, Mitchell Tenpenny. Oh, hey, Mitchell You know, Tenpenny. he's got his, his first number one. And his mom was Donna Hilly, who was an iconic lady in the publishing business over at Tree. And uh, so he's, his family, but he's made his own way. You know, his grandmother's passed away several years ago, Donna Hilly. But she was um, Buddy Killen's um, right-hand woman, so to speak. To talk about girl power, she was girl power when girl power wasn't girl power, you know. Um, But her and uh, Frances Preston was two of the most powerful women in the music industry at one time on Music Row. That's Mitchell's grandmother. And he's got, of course, Drunk Me, his number one record. Um, And Jordan Schmidt and Justin Wilson. Now I saw Justin Wilson. He had a number one record a couple years ago for uh, Randy Hauser. I was at his number one party then. So it's good to see him uh, have another one, you know. So I Some love in the water. Once you get that first number one, a lot of times they end up having two, three, four, five, and more. Yeah. See, today they said that Jason Aldean has had 18 number one records. And he's had the same producer for that in, for since he started. Michael Knox. And Michael Knox's daddy is Buddy Knox. So if you remember anything in the 1950s song that was on the American Graffiti um, uh, record, you know, uh, soundtrack called Come Along and Be My Party Doll. Come, that was uh, the producer for Aldings. That was uh, Michael oh, yeah. Knox's dad, Buddy Knox. That was Michael's dad. Man. So it's, it's always full circle underneath, you know. 
Um, and then, of course, Telling All My Secrets is Mitchell's um, debut record. So I, I see him because he grew up with the knowledge of the business and just the work ethic. If he has any of the work ethic that his grandmother had, this kid's going to be a star. That's just the way it is. Mitchell Tenpenny, great name. Yes, and he has a degree. He graduated from Middle Tennessee in the degree in business. So he's got the business degree, he's got the work ethic, and he's got the talent. So you got three of the most positive things to help you get to a, a star-level career in the music industry. Another Blue Raider making records. All right. That's right. Blue Raider. That's right. I forgot. I was uh, alma mater of one Shelly Wright. Yeah. And, of course, uh, got to say happy birthday to coming up on the 16th to Doug Phelps, oh, my Kentucky headhunter. Yes. And uh, I believe in the future of farming FFA. Have you seen him recently? I've seen him about uh, four months ago. Of course, in the Kentucky headhunter yeah. days, he had the long, curly hair. He still what? does. Okay. That's what yeah. I was curious. Yeah. And I love the way he met his wife. When he Go met ahead. her, she was 13 at Fanfare, and he thought, oh, cute little girl. And then, of course, her mom would bring her back All every right, we year. Better, we better shut the show down. <laughs> no. I don't want to get arrested. No, this is so cute. She turned 18, okay. and she was no Ooh, longer okay. the little girl. And he talked, <laughs> when I interviewed him, he said, you know, she was still... He said it just went from 13 to 18. Well, they're only like two years apart or something like that. They're not very, oh, not okay. a big age difference. This was like a long time ago. Long time ago, oh, yeah. Okay. But I they've been married for like 30-something years. That's great. And they got, I think, two, three kids together. But yeah, they're still, she's still his number one support and everything. So it's so cool when I hear, read his Valentine stories about her, which we're probably going to get some Valentine stories tomorrow. Yes. Because right. it good. is. So some news on that front. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, of course, you know. The question? Yeah, I'm gonna ha- so hold it for tomorrow. No, no let's go. Uh, okay, you want to? You gonna? You'll be able to stop by tomorrow. Start by tomorrow. Awesome. Yes. All right. Let's leave everybody with a great trivia question from the great Precious Harris and her incredible crew at the Nashville Music Line. And the book is called so- College of Songology. Go to the website collegeofsongology.com. You can also find it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. We want to make that a bestseller on Amazon. I love. It was actually the bestseller out of uh, Two Old Hippies here the first three months it was uh, released, so it made me feel really good. The number one, uh, even up against John Oates' book. I was so excited. How about that? Yeah. All right, here's our trivia question. Here's a question for Valentine's Day as we celebrated this week. Name the beautiful Dolly Parton love song that topped the list of CMT's 40 greatest love songs in 2011. Precious, we got to make these a little bit more difficult, but that's okay. <laughs> well, we'll tell you something cool today. Ashley McBride was the only girl on the Warner Brothers show. Okay. And she was talking about how her teacher asked her what she wanted to be when she got out of school. And she said, well, I want to go to Nashville and write songs and and write songs for people to record and maybe even sing on myself. And the teacher basically said, forget it. You're not going to do it. You just need to remember where you grew up at. So she was singing today, and I felt like that girl because I was in school. I had a, I had every – there was always – one teacher that was sort of not discouraging and all the other teachers were so encouraging. And because I didn't have good grammar, and I still don't, but I have a wonderful uh, from Kentucky Kentucky, and I had a great proofreader with me. But uh, she told me that I was stupid and I would never be able to do anything because I didn't have good grammar. Okay? But it feels good to have my second book, College Songology, out. My first one is called I Know Trivia. I've got seven records in Cracker Barrel that I've done the liner notes for. 
Brandy Whip, Furlan Husky, and uh, Waylon Jennings, and Conway Twitty, and Connie Smith. So it feels good. So on the words of Ashley McBride, don't ever let anybody tell you that you cannot do this. Precious, you'll never be a trillionaire. <laughs> go prove me wrong. I wish. <laughs> go. go. All right, well, before we go, a reminder on birthdays this week, Cheryl Crow. Had one on the 11th, yes. She had a birthday. Mo Bandy, Mr. Had Americana on the 12th. And then, yesterday. as you mentioned, J- Doug Phelps of the Kentucky Hunters. He turns 59 years old this week as he celebrates on Saturday. Precious, we will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, everybody. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we'll be joined by Shenandoah. We'll be right back on the Y'all Show. Don't go anywhere. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 6262. That's promo code 6262 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Uses directed. Welcome back to the Y'all Show, broadcasting from Country Radio Seminar, the 50th radio seminar in Nashville, Tennessee. We're joined by, honestly, my favorite all-time band in country music, Shenandoah. We've got Marty Rabin and Mike McGuire from the band, and we are so glad y'all Thank could you join John. us here. Thank you, brother. We appreciate Good to be you, here. John. Thanks. And I know that uh, y'all are still going, and I'm excited about that. Well, you know, what's really exciting to, to hear about that, I, I didn't know uh, that this is the 50th. Yeah. 
You know, and I, I mean, we we've been a band and, and uh, have we've had done a thirty of them, I bet. Well, thirty actually thirty one. Uh, we're working we're working on our thirty first year now, and uh, so yeah, so we're we're on our way to thirty one of these, and and uh, man, that's pretty neat. Show enough is. Well, of course, Shenandoah, for those who may not have been studying up on their Shenandoah history lately, y'all got it going back in the 80s. One of the great things about y'all, y'all didn't record in Nashville. Y'all recorded it. No, we did eventually come to Nashville. We cut our first three albums in Muscle yeah, Shows. I'm talking at Fame, where y'all That's recorded. right. Yeah. Right, uh-huh. yeah, we recorded all of our biggest hits, the early hits like Next to You, Next to Me, and Two Dozen Roses, and Sunday in the South, and all those early hits we had were all down in Muscle and, Shows. And your Fame. Nashville albums were good. Well, thank you. But I we, really like those Muscle Shows I, Hey, we did, too. We, <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because it looks like we're fixing to go in a studio with Mac McAnally really? and record again at Fame in two weeks. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that is exciting. Now, I know y'all have got new music. We want to promote that. But let's take people back to the 1980s when y'all were just getting going. And did you really – this is a radio seminar. Did y'all really come up here and have to kiss up to get a record deal or did it just kind of fall in place for you? No, no, no. Actually, actually we, we had already had a record deal before – before we came up here, uh, we had been signed with uh, with a production company that was signed uh, with CBS Records, or they had a collaboration uh, as a production deal along with a with a label deal with uh, with CBS. And so, therefore, by the time we came up, uh, we had signed our deal. Uh, we had our first record in in eighty eight. And in fact, in '88, when we did the the New Faces show, ah. and uh, and then the next year uh, was '89, and at that time, you know, we 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 had uh, uh, she doesn't cry anymore. Had went to had had gone number to nine. number ten. No number nine. The top ten. Yeah, it was number nine, but it was in the top. But 10. number one in our hearts. That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, we were surprised as anybody when that song went top. And 10. then then all of a sudden, when when '89 rolled around after the New Faces thing. Uh, there came uh, Mama Knows, uh, Church on Cumberland Road, Sunday, Sunday South. South, Two Dozen Roses. Let, let me let me tell you about y'all's repertoire, okay? No. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, I, I love it, and I love y- y'all have done a great job. I'm going to give you the credit, but I believe you've been the webmaster. That at least a few years ago, I you, was a you few had years all ago. you had all the chronicles of y'all. Oh yeah, you talking about the Shenandoah Diaries? Yeah, yeah, I wrote where, all. Where those. you broke down on the interstate oh, in Texas, yeah. and y'all are pretty much. I've got I've got so many more stories to tell. I just don't have time to write them. But eventually, I'm going to write all of them down. Just you know, because I, I just feel like if I don't write them all down, it'll all be forgotten one day when we're dead and gone. You know, and I well, just don't like die. To, well, I'm trying to put that off as long as possible. <laughs> oh, we love talking to these guys. We've got Marty and Mike from Shenandoah. you got to make sure you say it right. Uh, some people say Shenandoah. Spell it right, actually. Yeah, you We've to... seen it spelled every way it can be spelled. Yeah. And heard it pronounced every way it can be pronounced. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just love having you all around and, and music still. And I, Look, as I told T.G. Shepard, this is a great radio seminar, and we've got, we love our music format. But, frankly, it's wonderful to see the veterans like you all here you're not too big for CRS. No, we never felt that way. We, I think we, you know, it's the way our folks raised us. You know, we we don't get uppity. We don't feel uppity at all. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people might feel like that when they when they have have a few hit records. You know, but we just never did. Well, never follow, did feel like follow Shenandoah on Facebook as I do. Y'all always have great stuff you put out there, and you're touring all the time. Give yeah. us an idea of what you're doing here in 2019 on a tour schedule. Uh, well, you know, I mean, we're, we're just uh, pretty much. I, I think right now we're probably going to run 
Uh, we're probably going to run a little bit better than 100 dates this year. Okay. And, uh, and of course, more to be added. Okay. Uh, but right now, that looks like, you know, where we're headed. Uh, yeah, it's just February. We already got 50 dates on the books right now. A little yeah, over so 50. It, so. It'll probably go over 100, but uh, we, we'll definitely do 100. But the great thing about it is what Mike was mentioning a while ago. You know, other than that, you know, we get a chance. We're going in the studio to do some new music, and, and that's really helped a great deal. You know, when we, when we came back and started getting back at it and that kind of stuff, I'd been gone from the group for about 17 years. And so anyway, so when we when we did the new album, you know, we we entitled the album "Reloaded." So therefore, uh, it, it gave us the opportunity to let folks know that 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 we still really honestly felt like we still had a lot to say, and there's still a whole lot to sing about. And you know, we had tried to get together uh, on several different occasions. In fact. Uh, we had probably talked about it maybe four or five times. And y'all continued to all live in Muscle Shoals. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah we sure did. Yeah. So you probably ran into each other at the oh, Walmart yeah, we down there, there on sure. 72. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, music store, Walmart. <laughs> I mean, we, we stayed you know. friends all these years, even when Marty was gone. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like we weren't, yeah. you know. Because you were doing the gospel thing. You and your brother did the Raven Brothers. Uh-huh. And then, and then doing the bluegrass stuff yeah, as well, that too. too. I mean, yeah, so, it, so anyway, so the thing about it was is, is – uh, it parlayed right into uh, seeing where we started seeing some some things change when when we started putting records out, and then all of a sudden it started seeing uh, seeing to us that that man, you know, this show was selling out, and and this show selling out, and and that show selling out, and and the next thing said, you know, well, look, you know, if if we're going to do you know a record and let people know we got new music and let folks you know know that we're, we're not done yet. Then probably the best bet we need to do is maybe get a you know get a production company and and, and I mean a promotion company and man let's let's try out radio and let's see what we can do. Look, what, we know good and well that we ain't gonna get no number one records or anything like that, but at least we can draw some attention to what we're doing and and let everybody know that we're still at it. I tell you what was flattering to us is coming back you know this second time around and finding out there's so many of these young acts. You know that are singing our music. I mean, we'd get videos sent to us from uh, uh, yeah. uh, who all was it, Marty? It was uh, Miranda uh, Lambert and all Dean. Yeah, Several uh, folks would send us videos. They were singing Luke Sunday Bryant. in the South. They were singing Miranda. Sunday in the South yeah. in their shows. I mean, in these civic centers, you know, and uh, uh, Miranda's folks called Marty. He went and sung on a song that she wrote on the Platinum album called Another Sunday in the South. Marty came in and sung on yeah, the, the outro of that. And, and uh, we we become friends with uh, Mike, Michael Ray and yeah. he was uh, Jake Owen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the latest video we did, he, he, yeah. he, was, he was in the video with us. Yeah, but the and, way... The way all this started, I mean, when Marty came back, what happened? We got a call from Jay DeMarcus. It turns out Rascal Flat guys were big fans of ours, too. And Jay called and said, man, I heard Marty's back. Is that true? And I said, yeah, sure is. And he said, man, let me take you out of the studio and let's cut a few sides and see if we can't get a record deal. That's kind of how this whole thing started out. Well, I don't see how you can't be a fan of Shenandoah. And by the way, I know Sunday in the South is an awesome song. But this song that we're about to play 
has to be the most played Shenandoah song. I hear it all the time, and I wish I would have had a hand in writing it. It's Two Dozen Roses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the big favorite. Well, in like. fact, uh, the fellow we're talking about that we're going to be doing this new record with Mac, Mac here in a couple, couple of weeks. He wrote it. He and Robert Byrne was a writer on uh, writers. On, he was one of the writers on this song. You know, and, I, and I'll t- let me tell this story real quick, Marty, because I asked Mac about this three times to make sure I wasn't getting this wrong, but when we were cutting that first album, Mac said that uh, Marty had uh, came up to him in the studio and said, Mac, man, I wish you'd really write something I could sink my teeth into. And Mac said he went back to his uh, house, had that on his mind that night, and went to bed. And he woke up in the middle of the morning, like 3 o'clock in the morning, and had dreamed the first verse and chorus of two dozen, dreamed it. And he said, I always kept a little recorder on my nightstand, and I just reached over and sung it and went back to sleep. Well, this is Valentine's Day. What an oh, appropriate yeah. song to play here. What color roses would you want if you had two dozen roses? Bye. Well, I read the traditional ones. What about you? Uh, you know, I, honest and truly, my, my wife kind of likes the yellow ones. I, well, what about you? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> Whatever she likes. Like I say, I, I, I would have to like the yellow ones. <laughs> well, here's two dozen roses from Shenandoah. I brought flowers to your door last night I done you wrong and I wanna make it right You say I'm not welcome here I know it ought to be perfectly clear But I can't help but wonder what it might be like if I had two dozen roses and an old bottle of wine, if I really could have hung the moon, would it change your mind? If I could cry a little harder and get a little less sleep at night, if I had
What a great song, taking you back to 1989, if I think I'm right. 89, that's right. Yep. With Shenandoah, we got Marty and Mike here from the band, and they're just continuing to do a great job. Now, this is the Y'all Show, where we talk about all things South, and I want to pick on you, and I want to pick on you. First of all, who wants to go first? Doesn't matter to me. All right, good, you win. <laughs> all right. You're, you're a diehard Alabama Crimson Tide Roll guy. Tide. And we cover the Crimson Tide here on the Y'all Show. We cover sports, music, cooking, food, politics, whatever. So mm-hmm. if y'all would rather talk about something else. Are you okay? Have you had to seek a little help the last couple of weeks with the championship game? With us losing the game, yeah. losing the national championship. Well, you know, it sucks to lose, I'll have to say. <laughs> you know, but, you know, I understand why folks, so many folks wanted to see Alabama lose. I feel the same way toward the New England Patriots. You know, uh-huh. they win all the time, and I can't stand it. I want them to lose. <clears throat> and, you know, and I know that I understand why people pull against Alabama because, we, you know, we win all the time. But but you have a reason to pull for Alabama. You're from there. Um, we're from Alabama. I went to college. There, That's what I thought. You know, in 19, I was there in 1981 when Coach Bryant was still coaching. I was a manager on a football team. That's what I thought. At, yeah. uh, at Alabama. That's great. Uh, back in the good old days of yep. the Liberty Bowl that oh, year. Oh, I was there. Yeah. That was the coldest I've ever been. I've always wanted to see somebody sell that jacket that Bear Bryant wore. During <laughs> that, that was game. a big thick one, wasn't it? Yeah, was and a, you know what? He didn't wear his houndstooth hat that night either. I know. And then he died like yep. three weeks later. That's right. And then, Marty, I want to pick on you because here on the Y'all Show, we cover 16 different southern states, one of which is Florida. And we get picked on about Florida. That's not in the South. Have y'all heard Marty Raven talk? Have you heard Marty Raven sing? You're a Florida native. No, absolutely. Yeah, I'm from, uh, actually, I'm from Central Florida, (laughs) a place called uh, Sanford. Yeah. And, you know, now, now Michael Ray, Michael Ray is about 46 miles from me, yeah. he, he's from Mount Plymouth, Florida. Which you go out, you go out forty six like you head to Ocala yeah. uh, to jump on the big seventy five highway to head north, like most folks do. Uh, you can always know that because they got that little bag of little bag of oranges in the back windshield back there on the way as they leave out. But uh, yeah, Central Florida, <laughs> that's where I'm from. And, and you know, and let me say this: and this is an authentic accent we're hearing, is what I'm saying. You know, just because you're from Florida doesn't mean you're a Yankee. Oh, no, no, no. In fact, I get asked all the time, where am I from? And, and I'll, I'll tell folks, you know, because of now, said, man, if they ask me where I live, I say I live in Alabama because that's where I live. I live in Alabama. But if they say, man, where in the world are you from? I, I'll say Florida. I go, Florida? Man, you don't sound like I mean, you sound like you're from Texas or Tennessee somewhere. But so it depends on what they ask me. If they ask me where I live, I tell them Alabama because that's where I live. If they ask me where I'm from, I tell them Florida. Well, that's a good point. And of course, now y'all again continue to live in Muscle Shoals. Which side of the river are y'all in Muscle Shoals? Or yeah, y'all we, in we, yeah, we, side, we yeah, we we Colbert County. All right. Well, if y'all ever get y'all ever get adventurous and cross the Tennessee over to go to Bunyan's. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Bunions yeah. Bunyan's Barbecue in Florence? Yeah, well, no, uh, uh, Bunyan's, uh, where, where you can get the good hot dogs, yeah. is over in Sheffield. Oh, my apologies. Well, that's on our side yeah. of the river. Yeah. Did it, it used to be in Florence? Uh, you, you know, they, look, they may have had had, had a Bunyan's I don't remember crossing time. that river because they check your passport when you go between Lauderdale oh, yeah, they, and Colbert they, yeah, they, got, yeah, they may be a franchise now. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, we like barbecue here on the show, too. And, yeah, because they have the hot, the hot dogs, like you mentioned, that were darn yeah, good. Law dogs. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you, that, that, them things make you take back stuff you ain't stole. Now, how do y'all get to Nashville when y'all travel? Do y'all go we up drive, Trace? We drive our cars up here. Do y'all go to Trace or you go up 65? Oh, you mean the route? Marty goes a different way than Did I do. Did you hear what he said? No, I didn't. 
I just said we drove our car. We drive our cars up here. Is what I said. But <laughs> wise uh, guy. <laughs> actually, actually, I go up. I, I leave out. And it, when I come off the mountain, I live at Colbert Heights okay. in Tuscumbia. I come off the mountain on 43, and I follow 43 all the way to Interstate 65. Okay. I, I go, go all the way through Columbia, through Lawrenceburg, to do all of it. I follow it all the way up. All right. I get to 65. There's too many cops head, up there for me. All right, well, I don't you. go that way just because there's too many speed limit changes. If you don't know where they are, a lot of them are hidden, and you get stopped all the time. There's a speed trap going through there. I all just right, don't all go you that North way. Alabama listeners, you're getting the scoop from Mike. Hey, everybody in Alabama. Alabama knows. All right. I go to uh, I go to Athens and then get on 65 and go up. It's farther, but it's the same amount of it's time. It's because he's got a lead foot. That's the reason why that deal is. <laughs> he, right. He'll call me and go, you made it home yet? I, no. <laughs> well, Shenandoah here at CRS, watch them. They're traveling all the all over the place, and I'm looking forward to seeing them here real soon. And we're just so glad they could take time out to join us here. On Happy the to do it. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Herpes and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Herpes and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Herpes and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with the Purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. It's the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. It is Valentine's Day, and this is the second hour of the show from the Country Radio Seminar in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm John Rawl. We're so glad you could tune us in on a network of stations across Dixie. We cover the Southeast. We cover news, sports, cooking. A little bit of fun. Cover it all. Yeah, and we even cover music. And that's what we're doing. We're on assignment in Nashville for the Country Radio Seminar. And the voice you just heard there was a guy that you probably have seen on television. You might have heard him on the radio. And if you haven't, you will. It's Marty Brown. Hey, how y'all doing? From America's Got Talent. Yes. Uh, now I'm right here. I'm talking to my buddy. And uh, yeah. I got a new album coming out, a uh, new single we're going to talk about. and uh, No, we're not going to talk about it. Oh, we got to. Oh, we got to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not going to do it. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. <laughs> Marty Brown, if you don't know, was an artist back in the early 90s on MCA Records. Tony Brown produced his album. You certainly can't blame exposure or the lack thereof for what happened. You were on, you got a lot of publicity. Oh, I sure did. It was great. It was a whirlwind. I was a young kid, skinny, skinny as a rail, right out of 
Kentucky and had a sack full of, I say a sack, a pillowcase full of songs. I literally did. Uh, and I just, I, I loved it. Uh, you know, uh, I, I believed in myself and uh, I believed in God and God just opened them doors up for me. And next thing I know, every dream I ever dreamed, I thought every dream I ever dreamed of had come true and it really did I I made those records with the best producer Tony Brown Uh, made four albums Tony Brown wasn't just a producer he was the head of MCA yes but uh, it was great Uh, they had uh, and next thing I know uh, I'm touring uh, Walmarts all over the country Uh, that was uh, like one of the first artists you were one of the first artists I was the first I was the guinea pig I made it work I I sold like 150,000 copies of my first record uh, just going to walmart's in 40 days i did 30 walmart's in 40 days you know the first thing you smell when you walk into walmart the popcorn machine yeah yeah because it, but back then that you would smell it now it's the deli and uh I, I love walmart and they did a lot for me i sold a lot of records and uh so then i did the video walmart if you're listening be sure all <laughs> yeah. oh, that well uh he, he Sam Walton endorsed me. I was on, yeah, back then. I was the one he endorsed. They flew me to Bentonville, Arkansas, and I got to, I was like a staff. I got to meet the staff members. I played for them. I did high and ride. I sang for them. It was great. When I went to that place, it was almost like, it was almost like, it was like a big shopping mall, but they had cars and everything in this thing. It was a business. Uh, It was in Bentonville, Arkansas. Uh, But I did that. Every dream I thought had come true. I got to do the Grand Old Opry, the Ryman. Uh, and I toured the world with Garth, Hank Jr., all of my heroes. And uh, I thought I was done. For did I did that for 10 years. I become a star, but not a superstar. So then I, th- I remember the last show was in uh, South Dakota with Brooks and Dunn. And I thought, man, I think I've taken this as far as I'm going to take it. I think I'm just going to write the hit songs for them. And so that's what I did. I took off and I wrote. What song did I write? I think you wrote a song called I'm From the Country, and I like it that way, that Tracy Bird took to the... And that thing went to number one. Just sing it. One, two, three. We know how to work, and we know how to play. We're from the country, and we like it that way. Hey, thank you. Everybody. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody calls you friend. You don't need an invitation at Marty Brown's house. Kick off your shoes, come on in. We know how to work. We know how to play. We're from the country and we like it that. And here's my Chevy commercial. You think I can make it now? Sure you can. So, so when you know you got a hit song, when it's become a hit and your publisher calls you up, hey, can you write a Chevy commercial around that? Well, I don't know if I can or not. So I called them back five minutes later with this because they said. Well, Bob Seger makes $3 million a year off like a rock. Yeah. So I thought to myself, $3 million like a rock. That, that's a million dollars a word. <laughs> so I thought, I'm from the country and I like it that way. <laughs> I said, sure, I can do it. So I called him back with this. Well, all day long, we work in the field. I bring her on home to a home-cooked meal. Love her like Sunday, cause she treats me like Saturday night. Yeah, she knows how to work, and she knows how to play. I'm from the country, and I love my Chevrolet. She hauls my tools, and she hauls my hay. I'm from the country, and I love my Chevrolet. So anyway, so I got that going for me. And if that wasn't enough. I hope somewhere along the line, Chevrolet gave you a truck or something. Oh, it was great. They gave me a van to show, a beautiful Chevy van. 
uh, it's maroon, it was maroon, okay. and it's great. So thank the good Lord for that song. It made me a lot of biscuits and gravy. Th- I really mean that. Uh, it built my house, and thank God. Well, I thought I was done. Okay, I thought I'm just going to write these songs and royalties, yeah. but my wife had other plans. Now, you have lived a country life. You have a awesome wife, by the way. Yeah. You have an anniversary coming up tomorrow in case you... We'll be down in Florida this weekend okay. uh, uh, with my band. I'm playing on. I'm playing in uh, uh, in Kissimmee, Florida. I'm not going to kiss you. No, you ain't kissing. That's the name of the town, Kissimmee, <laughs> Florida. And I'll be down there on Valentine's Day. And I also will be down there on my anniversary. I married my wife, who tricked me and signed me up for America's Got Talent. I married her the day after Valentine's Day. So if I messed up on Valentine's Day, I can make up for it on my anniversary. And I thought that was being smart. I thought I'd only have to buy one present. Uh Uh-uh. I got to buy two. (laughs) One for Valentine's. So anyway, but speaking of my wife, I am going to be singing. She's nearby, so be careful what you say. Oh, she knows me. I just talk, talk, talk. I get that out of my mama. But uh, speaking of her. And our anniversary, we'll be married 18 years uh, this coming Saturday, February the 15th. And she's the one that stirred up the hornet's nest again. Uh, you know, here I was. I done had a record deal, toured everywhere, Grand old Opry, did it all, wrote hit songs, boom, Chevy commercials. I thought, I've done it all. You were a star, but as you said, you were not a superstar. superstar. But I thought I'd done it all. Okay. okay? I thought I said, I hope y'all ever dream. Thank you, Lord, for every dream. And thank you, Lord, for my cup overflowing. I really mean that. He did it, everything. So I started coming into Nashville. I live in Franklin, Kentucky, which is about 34 miles north of Nashville. So I would come in, and I would write the songs, and I would record demos to present to the other artists. Yeah. Well, when I'd come home to Kentucky, I'd be playing them in my truck or wherever, listening with my ears, thinking who would sound good singing that song to make more money. Yeah. You know? So I told her, I said, well, uh, Blake Shelton would sound good singing this one or uh, George Strait would sound good singing this one or whatever. And finally, she said, Marty, you sound good singing that one. Like, no, I've already done all that. So finally, she got tired of that. So she took the ball in her own hands and the bull by the horns, and she tricked me and signed me up for a show called America's Got Talent. I remember the day that she tricked me. She she's a school teacher, and she took off from school. She called me from the interstate, and she says, "Marty, we're going to go eat at Amerigos, which is an Italian restaurant here in this town. You get a chance to eat it's there. It's in Hendersonville. Oh, uh, it's here in Nashville. Okay, it's called Amerigos, and it's great Italian food. She said we're going to have a, a romantic meal. I said that's good. I'll meet you. Let's go. I meet her on the interstate, and we go to there, and we had a nice meat lunch, and then over lunch is when she sprung it on me. She said, Marty. I said, well, I'm going to pitch a few songs. We're already in town. She said, you can't do that today. I've tricked you and signed you up for America's Got Talent. I said, you what? She said, I've signed you up for America. I said, no. I said, please. She said, just do it for me. I said, well, okay. So she drove me down here to the river, and I went in. I was already pre-signed up. She'd already signed me up, and I went into a room of about 5,000 people, and they let us in there five at a time. And I was number three in my group of five. And Simon Cow and all these NBC producers are in there. And I sat down and I sang Bob Dylan's song that he wrote called Make You Feel My Love. 
And I got up, sat down, and all five of us sang, and then they, they let us out. And as I was going out the door, this big bouncer, big old boy, said, you stay right here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, God, what, did I, what did, I, did I make Simon mad? What have yeah. I done? That's the security's done got me, you know. Was, yeah. Bob Dylan going to sue me for singing his song? You know, but I didn't know what was happening. And he led me back in there. I'm like, okay, and there they all are again. We want you to sing for us again, so uh, see if we're hearing right. So I sang it again. And then they brought some more people in that sang it again. And they filmed me. Said, and, uh, they said, now, how did you get here? Because they probably thought I'd come on a turnip truck. I don't know. <laughs> I said, my wife. No offense to our turnip growers out there. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, my wife, is she's waiting for me. She's circling the building like a hawk. And they said, well, you need to call her. You're going to be here a while. Well, they kept me, and they let me out about midnight and said, we're going to be contacting you. Well, I didn't think any more about it. It was in the back of my mind, but I went on with my life. About three months later, my wife gets an email and two plane tickets to fly to San Antonio, Texas, to film and meet the judges and 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 do America's Got Talent. And uh, I remember uh, uh, we, we flew there, and I remember my wife and I waiting in the wings and uh, her giving me a velvet push out on that stage. Because I really reluctantly, I was like, I don't want to do this again. But I didn't want to let her down because she went to the trouble and she really wanted it. And so I walked out there to that X. And I said, if I can make it to that X. And I, you, in the video, you can see I stood in that X. I stood in that X and uh, I said, I'm Marty Brown from Franklin, Kentucky. I come all the way to sing for you. And I said, I'm going to do a Bob Dylan song called Make You Feel My Love. And they, then they went to Howard Stern. Is out. He don't know whether I can sing or not. I got this floppy cowboy. He's praying that I don't mess this Bob Dylan song up. He's like this. <laughs> so I turned around, and I sat on that stool, and I closed my eyes, and I sang. When the rain blowing in your face, and the crowd just uh, started real and erupted and I always oh, surprised me I opened my eyes in that video and I looked out there and by the time I'd finished 30 seconds they're standing on their feet you know how they do Vegas 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 and then they judged me and uh, Howard Stern wanted me to come interview on his show uh, compared me to James Taylor and that uh, they all got uh, uh, Melby uh, Howie Mandel Heidi Klum and Howard Stern, they all passed me through to Vegas. And the next thing I know, we, were, we went to Vegas, we went to Hollywood, we went to New York twice, uh, and I made the top ten. I, I didn't make it any further, but I didn't need to. But what a statement, because you're no spring chicken. I mean, That's you're, right. You're hey, in your late 40s, tough. I believe. I'm going to tell you right now, it was a competition. Yeah. When they say it's America's Got Talent, it's a competition. Yeah. It was competitive, but I held my own. I'm tough, yes, as, sir. A, I'm tough as a hickory stump, you know, <laughs> and, and, I, and I did it. I really did. And uh, uh, next thing I know after I sang that song, well, it started going viral. And it got up to like 15 million views online. Uh, and it's just amazing. I tease everybody. I said 14,999,000 of those is my mama at home with her little pink iPad. <laughs> but And here I am today at CRS in Nashville. Uh, just because my wife wanted me to try again, and she tricked me. And now I've got a new record coming out. Yes, you do. American Highway. Be out uh, May the 17th. 
and my new single will be out. It's called Umbrella Lovers. It comes out. Uh, Give us a little February the eighteenth. February the eighteenth. Well, I wrote the song, and uh, I wanted. I wrote it about me and my wife. I really did. But it's Shelly. about. It's a, yes, my wife Shelley, and it's about a couple that's uh, in the big city, like we were up in New York, and they're walking in this pitchfork rain. And uh, underneath this umbrella, and it's nasty, but they don't care. They're so much in love, and uh, in just uh, just lost in love that they don't care, and they just walking through this storm. And so it goes like this: Sidewalking with my baby down on the boulevard, the clouds they are a crying. Yeah, it's coming down hard. We're cuddled up close, baby, high and dry. There's another perfect rain's falling from the sky. Just a couple of umbrella lovers. Our hearts were made for days like this. A couple of umbrella lovers caught in a kiss. <laughs> Sounds like a hit to me. Marty Brown, everybody. Man, thank you. This is the Y'all Show. We can't let you get out of here, Marty, without talking about your hometown, Maceo, Kentucky. Maceo. I remember that from the good old TNN days. You talked about Maceo a oh, lot. I sure. Well, I asked that. That's my birthplace. That's where I was born and raised. Is in a little old town called Maceo, Kentucky. I live in Franklin. I built me a house in Franklin, Kentucky. You like those border towns, don't you? Well, I really do. Because <laughs> Maceo's on the north end of Kentucky, <laughs> and Franklin's right on the Tennessee line. Well, I guess so. But Maceo, it's got a post office and a set of train tracks and, and a little country store. That's just about it. But that little post office and a train track and a little grocery store, it got nationwide attention back in 1991. 48 hours. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. You know, 48 hours. The CBS show. Sprung me onto the country music scene and then it's television that's worked for me that sprung me into the national country music scene it got me a record deal with MCA Records videos it got me on the Grand Ole Opry the 48 hour show the same way as America's Got Talent a TV show a nationwide TV show yeah has launched my career again. Well, that may have done all that television for you, but the Y'all Show is going to get you some mutton. I love it. And I like y'all. Well, tell us about mutton, because we know that that's a big deal where you're from. Uh, well, uh, well, mutton is uh, it's a cuisine yeah. uh, that we have in uh, outside of Owens- in Owensboro, Kentucky. Have you heard of Moonlight Barbecue? Yeah, I have. Yeah, uh, there's Moonlight Barbecue, but mutton is uh, it's sheep meat. And it's very, very good. It's got a good taste. Uh, and they have, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be playing the Owensboro Barbecue Festival. Or Moonlight Barbecue. Yeah. I'll be playing that this year. And where it is, they have a barbecue cook-off on the riverbank. And uh, I'll be having me some good old mutton. And it's called burgoo. You ever had burgoo? I've heard about it. Now, it what it is, it's mutton stew. Okay. And it's, it's really, really great. I can't. I can taste it right now. But well, it's, Don't let me hold you back. <laughs> well, it's too far away. <laughs> they ain't got mutton in nashville tennessee <laughs> no but they they got something they don't uh, they got that yes marty brown the upcoming album is called what is it called american highway american highway the single's called umbrella lovers yes you, you got some good bullet points over here and i i get lost you got so many accolades i get lost in the shuffle you're nominated for the kentucky hall of fame you got a tour coming up 
Uh, Go to MartyBrownMusic.com. That's the website. That's right. It's going to be great. And download that single, uh, Umbrella Lovers, on February the 18th and uh, play it for you, sweetie. Yeah. (laughs) And happy Valentine's Day to all y'all. I want to know, on your website, do you sell your hat? Because I love that hat. No, I don't sell my hat. That's one of your trademarks. (laughs) You've had that same style. You know that. That's a story all in itself, buddy. You've been following me for a long time. I'm a stalker. Uh, but here's the thing. I had uh, uh, I, I busted. I shaped this. Uh, I, it used to be brown, remember? Yeah, it was kind of. Uh, these are easier to shape okay. than the leather one. Yeah. Well, I remember I was 16 years old. I was cutting tobacco, and I was working sacking groceries. And uh, I put all of my money between both those jobs because there was a talent show I had to get in. And uh, I wanted to I wanted to wear a cowboy head. Yeah. And so I like Don Williams. Uh, and I like Gentle Jerry. Giant. So I took my work tie that I we used to we bag groceries and you used to have to wear a little tie back yeah, then. Yeah. So I took tied it around it, gave it a good bend. And and then I took mama's aquanet hairspray to stiffen. I sprayed it with aquanet and I got it the next morning and I cut that tie and boing this is the shape that it took. And I won that talent show when I was 16, and it's been my hat shape ever since. It's been my calling card. Coming in here, you notice I don't have a badge on? No. A pass? Yeah. This hat's my pass. I love it. <laughs> but thank God. But I, And I did that when I was 16. And uh, But now I can shape this shape right here. Every, people, I tease everybody. I'm full of crap. I tease them. Uh, but that's how I really shape the hat. But they ask me in interviews, how do you shape your hat? I'm like, well, what I do, I go get me a perfect George Strait hat. <laughs> All right off the rack. And I take it and throw it out in the middle of the road. And I let the cars run over it. And that's my style. <laughs> but, but we uh, like it. Don't change a well, thing. thank you. Marty Brown, everybody. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to be joined by a country legend, T.G. Shepard. The pride of Humboldt, Tennessee, will be stopping by. And later this hour, some newcomers that are actually brother and sisters, they're youngsters. Juna and Joey will be our special guests at the bottom of the hour as we continue with this special Lover's Day, Valentine's Day edition of the Y'all Show with John Rawl, Marty Brown. Thank y'all. Yes, sir. we got a little Marty Brown music to take us to break. We'll be right back, y'all. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Purpose and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Uses directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? 
Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone? Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with the purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Show talk with a southern accent from the country radio seminar in Nashville, Tennessee. We got a guy over here laughing at me, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick on him. This guy knows a thing or two about radio. He needs knows a thing or two about radio promotion. T.G. Shepherd is joining us, the pride of Humboldt, Tennessee. Hello, T.G. How you doing today? I, first of all, I love the name y'all. Well, thank you. I we, think it's ingenious, and uh, I'm glad to be here with you. How, you. how you doing? We are good to be good to have you here. You're our first artist to be interviewed on the Y'all Show at the Country Radio Seminar. Well, great, great. So, and great. and you're personally one of my favorites. I grew up well, in, you're very in the seventies and eighties, and and uh, luckily we still hear T.G. Shepherd songs on the country radio stations out there. And we want to give a special shout out here as we're interviewing you. You are from Humboldt, which is in West Tennessee. And our key affiliate, our first affiliate of the Y'all Show was WTJS FM 93.1, the talk of Jackson. Jackson, Tennessee. And so what do you know about West Tennessee? Are you kidding me? What do you want to know? Well, tell us about Jackson. Well, first of all, Jackson, Tennessee is uh, home of the Miss Tennessee pageant. Not anymore. Not anymore? Yeah. When did that change? Just like two months ago. Uh Uh-oh, we're going to have to do something about that. You need to study up on your beauty pageant. Well, let me tell you what. Well, (laughs) and then, of course, Jackson, Tennessee is, um, I had a lot of friends there in the early years, and I I used to play in bands, high school bands and stuff on Jackson. If you got a chance to go do a show in Jackson, you'd hit the big time. Right. 
And, uh, and of course, one of my fondest memories was years ago, I saw Carl Perkins when I, he was playing in a club in Bemis, I think on the other side of Jackson Supper Club. Highway 45 South. Yeah. I snuck in and watched through the window. And, of course, I became good friends with Carl. And, of course, he lived in Jackson for a, a long, long time. So I have a lot of fond memories of Jackson, Tennessee. Wayne Martindale, uh, yeah. another dear friend of mine, uh, still associated with Jackson quite a bit. So I feel like I'm actually – I am from Humboldt, but Humboldt-Jackson is, is where I'm really from. So you're saying that you're kind of a three-way kind of guy? Oh, three-way. Is it still there? I think it is. It's booming. So is Madonna. I mean, and Madonna and Mylon and all those. No, gosh. Three-way. This is a small little community just north of Jackson. Yes, it is. I hitchhiked up and down uh, 45, I think, is what it's on. It's Uh, one of those 45As or something crazy like that. You know what it should be called? What? It should be called the T.G. Shepherd Highway. Oh, you know what it should. Let's start a campaign. I'm all for it. Now, would, would it be okay for that to be in Gibson County? alone or should it be in madison county too i think both all right you know the strangest thing is you know i never had a street named after me or anything well we're going to start right here on the i never did uh and somebody one time uh geraldo rivera said to me one time he said you're the only country artist in the history of country music who has had any career that hasn't had something named after him and i said well you know Geraldo Humboldt's you a sm- yeah i said humboldt's a small town <laughs> but what they did do it, it, when you go into humboldt tennessee uh, uh, where it says uh, welcome to humboldt the city limit sign it's got welcome to the home of tg shepherd but it's a little low on the sign and you can only see it in the winter time when the grass is not growing up around it, can you but maybe see, one of these days we'll can get you a see street. It when they have the strawberry festival there. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's, you can, and that's oh, used to love marching in that high school band at the strawberry festival. What did you play in the band? Well, I, I I wasn't that good. I played the saxophone, but I was so bad that they came in one day and said, "You know, we're going to bestow a very special honor to you." <laughs> I said, "What's that?" She said. The band director said, uh, we want you to be the flag bearer. We want you to carry the flag, and that's Uh a real honor. I didn't realize until many years later on that I was so bad at playing saxophone that they let me carry the flag so I could stay in the band. Well, little did they know what would become of T.G. Shepard. Of course, that's not your real name. How did you get the name T.G. Shepard? I actually just sat down one day and made it up. Uh, Bill Browder, of course, is is my name, and people know me from Humboldt and Jackson. Are there a lot of Browders in that area? No, there's really not. There's really not. Um, I just sat down one day when I got ready to what, what start age? A, Oh, gosh. 18, 19 years old. I mean, there's the great story of Conway Twitty getting a map out. You don't oh, know. Conway and, 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 and Twitty. Yeah. yeah. But that's not the same for, for your No, team. not with me. I just sat down and took a pen and wrote down a T and a G, and a, I don't know, Shepherd kind of had a good ring to it. Which you got to make sure you spell it right, folks. It's yeah, you not do. your traditional it's way. It's S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D. See, I, I, I get it. You'll be surprised how I say it written down. Well, I think they misspelled it in the Bible. <laughs> Those shepherds should have been spelled like your name. Yo, I don't know about that. We're talking with T.G. Shepherd. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawls. We 
are in Nashville for the Country Radio Seminar, the 50th Country Radio Seminar. And TG, of course, has had so many great hits through the years, so many great memories. And we've been talking about his native hometown of Humboldt in West Tennessee. But where, where do you call home now? I actually live uh, outside of Nashville, a okay. little community called Hendersonville, Tennessee. Uh, the home of the Oaks and uh, Ricky Skaggs and a lot of other great performers uh, in that area. But no, I, uh, my wife Kelly Lang, who is also a entertainer and singer and songwriter, uh, was raised there. Okay. And so I gravitated there when I started dating her many, many years ago, and then we got married. But uh, Hendersonville is my home. Did you ever move to East Tennessee or to Branson at one point? I never moved to Branson. I worked Branson yeah. a lot. But I did live in uh, Knoxville. Okay, I thought you had lived there. And I lived in uh, Gatlinburg for okay. years. I had, a, I had a home there, and okay. I had a, had a theater in Pigeon Forge okay. for years. So uh, I spent a lot of time up there still. I, I, love, I love the mountains. Well, good. And we, we love your music, by the way. we got to well, talk about you. your music. Now, I wasn't kidding. You This radio seminar may mean a little bit more for you than all the other artists who come to this thing, because you actually started out in the radio business. Well, I did. You know, and if I told you where, you wouldn't believe it. I actually, uh, St. Mary's Hospital in Humboldt, Tennessee, had a, 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 when you would, if you were a patient in the hospital, you had that little a pack that laid next to you uh, if you wanted to call the nurse or change the TV, okay? And uh, it had a radio on there. So I talked to uh sisters into letting me uh, do my own radio show within the hospital. <laughs> so I uh, went into the little room there and broadcast my radio show each week to the patients in the hospital. Wasn't a very big hospital, so at any given time, I had anywhere between 10 and 15 listeners <laughs> that were patients in the hospital. But no, I uh, I worked in radio a lot and, and, of course, took a lot of records to radio stations as a promotion man for many years, too. Yeah, like, who were some of the artists you might have been promoting? Uh, Neil Diamond, John Denver, Elvis. So weren't uh, you living in Memphis when that yes, happened? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. I, I worked for Stax Records for many years. Uh, and we had, uh, of course, Steve Cropper, Booker T and the MGs, and uh, Isaac Hayes. And there were so many great performers there, too. Are you happy with what's happened with Stax in the last decade or so? They've gone in and kind of Yeah, I am. I am. I, I'm glad to see that they have kind of brought it back, you know, so you can go and at least see the history of the company. It's a, really and truly uh, an incredible thing that Jim Stewart and Al Bell did there. Yeah. Well, T.G., this is kind of a party here on the Y'all Show having you here. And if you don't mind, we're going to take a quick break here and let people hear some of the great T.G. Shepard music of yesteryear. It's party time on the Y'all Show. <laughs> Set time to go, I said 
Time from T.G. Shepard here on the Y'all Show. What's the backstory on that song? Well, Party Time was actually written by Bruce Chanel, who had a big pop record years and years ago called Hey, Hey, Baby. He uh, wrote that. I heard of okay. that. Yeah. Uh, so um, it was Jukebox Record of the Year in the early 80s. I forget what year, 81, okay. 82. So it was one of those magical songs for us. All right. Well, we love that one and all the other great songs. War is Hell on the Home Front, too. Uh, yeah. I, I had a lot of songs that were story songs. Was that a hard song to get on the radio with the Ooh, title you having better Hell? believe it. Okay. Did you that, use your promotion skills to get it on the radio? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, at that time in my career and in, and in country music, there was a very fine line about uh, subject matter uh, and words and songs. And I got away with a little more than most people <laughs> I really did well let's talk about what you're doing now are you still touring I tour extensively I'm on the road doing at least a hundred concert dates a year I have just uh, recorded and getting ready to release my first country solo album in 23 years be released in May 
and I have a new single that just came out called I Want to Live Like Elvis. <laughs> and it's a comical song. People can go to YouTube or uh, Amazon or iTunes uh, and hear the song. Uh, and I invite people to follow us on social media, too, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. But uh, I'm, I'm still recording extensively and uh, touring extensively, doing television shows. My wife and I just filmed our first television special called Look Who's Coming to Dinner. Oh. And our first guests are Paul Schaefer from Late Night with David Letterman, John Rich, Gretchen Wilson, uh, Mo Bandy, Charlene Tilton of the Dallas years, played Lucy Ewing. Uh, so we uh, we are doing a lot of TV and and, uh, and touring right now. Well, you said you want to live like Elvis. I bet you somewhere along the line you ran into Elvis Presley back in Memphis. Well, you know what? Elvis was my, one of my closest and dearest friends for 16 years. I actually lived off and on at Graceland for seven years. I didn't know that. Yeah. And matter of fact, I was just with Priscilla a couple of days ago in Memphis because we lost a good friend, George Klein. Yes. And we, uh, I was a pallbearer uh, at the funeral. And so, uh, yeah, I, I spent a lot of years uh, with Elvis. He was a very dear friend. And, of course, George Klein was a great radio guy. Yes, he was. And, and Elvis's best friend. Yes, Going he back was. To best man in the wedding. Uh, Elvis was in his wedding. Yeah, so amazing stuff. Well, this is a show all about the South, T.G., and we cover news, we cover politics, we cover sports, cooking. Why don't you pick one of those subjects you'd like to maybe – tell the viewers and the listeners about that uh, they well, may not know about you i like it all do you you know i'm not a cook okay but i sure love food okay and i even told my wife the other day we're getting ready to go to italy and i said you know i would love to study with one of the great chefs okay. i would love to learn how to cook and be able to prepare food for friends and invite them over to the house and and do a meal um, sports hey I'm a football fanatic like who, most people who do you like oh I like my Titans NFL team wise right uh, Jerry Jones is a good friend who owns the Cowboys <laughs> and uh, so can he sing no okay. he, he didn't have to with the money he's got <laughs> well, I thought with the money he might be able to sing <laughs> well he probably could if he wanted to but no I, you like the Cowboys too oh yeah I do I do uh, I love uh, I love Troy Aikman uh, I, I loved uh I still support them strongly too. Yeah, you know, I, I play Texas a lot, you know, throughout the year and concert dates. Right. And uh, but no, all the uh, all the things that y'all is about, I love. And you do say the word y'all. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Because <laughs> I get royalties on it every time you say it. Oh really? How no. y'all doing? <laughs> I, I mean, no. I I use it in text messages yeah. and in emails, and people will go, y'all. Yeah. Is that Southern? I'm going, yeah, <laughs> because I am from the South. Yes, you are. Yes, I Gibson am. Gibson County, to be exact. Yes. T.G., it's been a pleasure. We're going to leave the folks with another T.G. Shepherd to go to break with, but it has been awesome to talk to you, and we wish you the best. Again, the song is Elvis. The new song is called I Want to Live Like Elvis. I Want to Live Like Elvis. And it's, sure. it's really his life story in four minutes. You'll get a kick out of it. All right, and it's going to be a fun thing, and so we're looking forward to that. And good luck with you down the road and with Thank your wife, you. Kelly, and everything else going on with T.G. Shepard. Good to see you. The Y'all Show will be right back after this break.
This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent with your host, John Rawl. We continue to broadcast from the Country Radio Seminar in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. And one of the great things about this CRS, it brings in the legends like T.G. Shepard and Shenandoah, who we've had a chance to talk to. But it also lets you hear from the newcomers. And sometimes you hear from the really newcomers as we're having a chance to enjoy that right now, as we've got Juna and Joa joining us. They're on River Run Records, and they've got a new song out called Stay Young, and y'all are definitely staying young, (laughs) as they're 16 and 14 years old and out here making their run at country music. Welcome into the Y'all Show, (laughs) y'all. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. All right, and y'all are siblings. Yes, Yes. brother and sister. And I can't imagine my siblings and I ever being a part of anything, including a musical act. So, (laughs) congratulations on that. Thank you. And y'all are from West Palm. Now, what's the country music scene there in South Florida like these days? Um, it's better here. Yeah. It's Is it? Oh, come way on more now. existent here. Well, how's the beach life in Nashville compared to um, West Palm? <laughs> well, West Palm, the beach is very nice there. We go there quite often. So. Okay. I bet you do. <laughs> and do y'all play golf at all? I know that's a big, big deal down there. No, we don't play uh, golf. Well, you need to start playing. Our it. uncle does. He if you're going to go on a tour, like most radio folks do at some point, and they go hang out with radio professionals, they have to play golf from time to time. Okay, let's talk about your music background, Juna. Let's, we'll start with you ladies first. What, what what do you play? When did you first start singing, playing, etc.? So I started singing when I was four years old. I played piano and I sang like an Uncle Sam. And I like wore the whole outfit and it was really fun. And then um, me and my brother were in a kid band called Category Five, and we played classic rock songs. But as going through that, we weren't really into the rock. We kind of realized because um, we started off at School of Rock, and then we went into our own band from. And um, then we split off into a duo, and we've been working at that for like a year and a half, and it's been super fun, and we love it. I also play guitar and the ganjo. Ganjo? What yeah. in the world's that? <laughs> it's the bass of a banjo and the neck of a guitar. So you play it like a guitar, but it sounds like a banjo. Did you come up with that? <laughs> no, it's a thing. <laughs> oh, come on. You should claim it. See, I've given up on the young kids today, and y'all are, hope, y'all are my new hope. Like, well, maybe there is hope for the world. <laughs> and I'm sure there is. All right, Joy, how about you? What's you? What do you play your background in music? All right, so at first, I was like a sports guy in the beginning, and I switched to music around eight or nine, and I started singing. I also play this, the guitar, the piano, and the saxophone as well. <laughs> Oh, golly, why did you leave off all the other instruments in the world? That's pretty good. Now, when you say sports, were you playing sports or you were watching sports? Playing sports, watching sports, I played it all. I played basketball, football, soccer, baseball, everything. All right, and I guess you still watch. What are your favorite teams? Sadly, the Dolphins. Oh, that's okay. They got them a new coach. Yeah. Uh, the other guy's now coaching the New York Jets now. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? You get fired from the Dolphins and you go coach the rival team. Yeah. But the uh, the dolphins, the fish. I love the old uniforms, though. Yeah. I don't know why they don't wear those all the time, but we're not here to talk about uniforms. We're here to talk about Juno and Joey on the Y'all Show. And I'm going to get y'all to sing before y'all get out of here today. Okay. So what's it like? What is the current climate like as newcomers like yourself? When you're trying to get known, what what, is, what are you doing to, to break through? Is it social media? Is it touring? What's the deal? Yes, we, uh, we're very hard on the social media. We have Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and Facebook. You can follow them at Juna and Joy Music. Um, we are also going on a tour in the summer around New York and New Jersey, up in that area. 
we are performing at camps for like kids and it's going to be so fun so we're super excited for that and um, just making relationships with people and getting to know as many people as you can is kind of what we're at. well this is Valentine's Day when we're broadcasting and if you know anything about your area of the country and your age group high school kids or maybe you're not in high school yet <laughs> pretty close Last year, at this exact same day, we had a horrible shooting in yes. Parkland, Florida, not mm-hmm. far from where you grew up. Mm-hmm. And you're youngsters, so how have things changed in South Florida with young kids like yourself when it comes to going to school? Um, safety is yeah, number one Yeah, safety is number one. They've really been cracking down on safety. They always make sure to lock the gates, and they make sure to... Lock the classroom doors. Yeah, lock classroom doors, and make sure to pull any kids in if, you, if there's anything going wrong. And so it's kind of affected students too because it's a little like they're a little bit more serious now when it comes to safety because they know how intense it can be when there's an actual emergency and you could tell a definite difference between february 15th of last year versus the day before valentine's when that shooting happened yes really did you have any connection to marjorie stoneman douglas school um no we didn't have a connection but we know some people who did have a connection and it was kind of hard for them to get through it yeah it was a horrible tragedy and we love all of our people, our young kids especially, we don't want to see people gunned down when they go to school, for God's sakes. We're talking with June and Joa here on the Y'all Show. Tell us a little bit about your music. Uh, we're going to have you sing a little Acapulco, as I like to call it here. <laughs> but uh, what 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 uh, what are your roles when you have an act? What are, what are y'all doing? Well, usually I come up with the melodies and Yes, and music. I come up with lyrics, mainly. And that's but how we mainly roll. Yeah, that's, that's how you roll? Yeah. All right. Well, let's hear a little sample of a Juna and Joy song here on the Y'all Show. We're going to do it without instrumentation because we're not allowed to here in the media room of CRS. Take it away. Okay, so this one's called Stay. This is our single that came out called Stay Young. <laughs> oh, can you hear the world fighting? Oh, can you hear them all crying? Oh, I don't want to live that way. Hey, it may not ever get better, babe. But as long as we're together, yeah We don't have to write that page We got a whole life to grow up So baby, tonight let's just run into the stars And chase the midnight sun We don't need to plan a single thing We're riding on chance and destiny Don't you know this moment's up to us to stay young Stay young Stay young Wow. Before you started singing, my name starts with a J just like you two. My name's John. You're Juna and Joey. I thought, well, you know, maybe the three of us could become a trio, but after hearing you do that, y'all are just fine as a duo and a, a sibling act at that. So I know your parents have to be very proud of you. Yes. Do you have any other siblings? No, just, no, just, just the two of you. <laughs> we wow. have two dogs, but ah, okay. What kind of dogs? It's a golden doodle and a loss of blue. All right, so they're kind of like our siblings. <laughs> are your parents prepared to travel with you whenever y'all yes. make it to the big time? Yes. I'm just glad to see that siblings get along. <laughs> I know y'all have never fought, right? Uh, Yeah, but we always come up with a solution, and it always ends up good in the end. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're very excited about that. Sorry for the background music here at CRS. You know, we kind of have to share the stage with some other acts who actually put on concerts here, but hopefully our audience won't mind. Juna and Joy is the act. Tell us the website, the Twitter, all your 
social media profiles? So it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find us with our username at Juna, J-U-N-A, the letter N, Joey Music. All right. Well, give them a follow, like them, and we hope to catch up with you again down the road. Again, they're on River Run Records. The song is Stay Young. It's Juna and Joy here on the Y'all Show. Well, that will put a bow on this country radio seminar edition of the Y'all Show, direct from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks again to June and Joey. Also, thanks to T.G. Shepard, Marty Brown. In hour one, we had Marty and Mike from Shenandoah stop by. And, of course, the mouth of the South, Precious Harris, was our guest to give us the lowdown on what the country radio seminar is really all about. We'll be right back here on the Friday edition of the Y'all Show. Got some great interviews lined up, including Mr. Thinking Problem, David Ball, will be stopping by. We've got some other newcomers that we'll add to the mix. Going to have a fun time as we have day two of the Country Radio Seminar of the Y'all Show. You don't want to miss it. Until that time, have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with your host, John Rawl.